Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes, living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point, but they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is cancelled! Corn Huskers? More like corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go, Hawks! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest. Your Hawkeye Oasis, located in a nasty little Nebraska desert. Make sure you take a little bit of time. Hit that like and subscribe button so you can get all the updates for all of our latest interviews. Joining us today, it is the Big Ten treasure hunter himself, John Arcan. Sir, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks Thanks for having me, guys. You know, it's funny because in, in one of the first – years that we did the big that treasure hunter one of them was seeing john's john's garage which is actually the same garage that's right next to my house here so all that stuff and memorabilia is in my garage without my car being in my garage <laughs> so you know i always well, had to fight that nile kinnick autograph and lonnie and all those guys and yes you know lonnie with seven kids it's the only reason why i like that that neck of the woods so much because they're all women. They're all girls. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to be patient and go one set at a time. <laughs> so I'm finding out now that I may be woefully unprepared for this because if I can share something right now, um, the uh, as I was preparing for this interview, I was under the impression we were going to interview John Arcand, the 
the uh, it should be coming up here, but John Arcan, the Canadian fiddler. So my questions may be woefully <laughs> off base. So no, no, it just shows you the skill level I have at all levels. <laughs> I'm assuming you know what that it, doesn't look like you. So I'm assuming I'm wrong. I'm, I'm the only. He's, it's a fiddle. It's a fiddle guy that does fiddle work at one of like like antique shows and all that stuff like that. I'm also okay. Arcan. So it's like that son of a bitch keeps getting all my all my TV publicity. Well, I told Adam the, the I told Adam the best part about that photo was it was pulled from the Saskatoon Southern Times, which just had me cracked up too. So, oh anyway. man, yeah. I'm actually laughing. I told Adam we had to have a little little some fun at that one because it at least seemed like every time I looked up your name, it kept coming up with this guy. So Jerry told me about him before we had Yon John. I'm like, who? Who, like, who's it's, it's funny because a lot of people don't know certain things about me. Like, like I, I fly a single-engine Piper Warrior airplane. Not a lot of people know I do that. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm French-Canadian, which people don't know that. No. <laughs> so, but been, hey. been enjoying been enjoying a good life. We're actually going to a Luke Bryan concert um, in, in about – yeah, tomorrow actually. Nice. That'll be yeah. fun. My wife wanted to go. When my wife wants to go, she likes Luke Bryan. So I called my people to call their people and I said that I want front row seats for my wife. I said I don't want parking pass for her. I want an autograph cap and wow. uh and I ended up I gave her a guitar signed by Luke Bryan. Wow, it's in our it's in our bedroom right now of all places. So, nice. but uh, when you're a Big Ten treasure hunter, you got to hunt for reality, brother. Yeah, well, that's awesome. She seems like she's a pretty awesome lady, though. So it's probably cool. you know total your wife. So my she's wife, pretty. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on now, come on. <laughs> Debbie's pretty awesome. We wouldn't be on here with you right now if it wasn't for Debbie. <laughs> All right, we gotta get. We're gonna get to it here a little bit, John. We Jerry and I want to know from the very beginning. Might have been when you were a young boy or whenever, but what really got you into collecting, John? What really sparked that love for sports memorabilia hunting and collecting for you? Well, for me, I'm a full sports guy. You know, I played. Yeah, you know, I went to Arizona State. That was my my alma mater. I I've always collected stuff in the industry that I could turn around and turn into money, which never hurt my feelings. So that was good. I do like the fact that, you know, we did cover from Nebraska all the way to Maryland. So you're covering the United States. They they gave me a Chrysler 300 to drive around and my license plates were treasure on one side, hunter on the other. So that was good. That's cool. Yeah. I got a hug. From the man, the big man in, in the in the, in the image there, bring it in, John. You know he broke the <laughs> <my> ribs. <laughs> so, so, John, now that you're on the Nebraska Hawks nest, does this qualify Adam as a celebrity interview now? When you had him on the show, and um, will this now be on Big Ten Classics? Yeah, I would think it would be. It puts you up there because you know you're, you're part of the group. Well. And he's, you know, we're thinking he's one of the more high-profile ones now with this Hawks Nest endeavor. So I don't know about that. <laughs> he's living, he's living a dream. 
There you go. Mark. John, John, tell us about your shop that you owned uh, for quite a while. Now, I'm not sure. You might still own it, uh, Big John and Little Debbie's Collectibles. Tell us about it's, how you got hang, that started. It's hanging, it's hanging in, in, my, in my yard right now. There's a big banner that says, you know, Big John and Little Debbie's sports cards, memorabilia, you know, blah, blah, blah. So okay. we've been doing it now. We have a shop in Chicago, too. So, How long have you guys been doing that? Oh, since my wife was 300. She's an old <laughs> gal. That's what I'm trying oh, to get at. Goodness. Don't shake uh, the head. You kind of love her. <laughs> Aging like a fine wine, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why just, You should have just stopped it at aging. <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, hey, so, John, is, John for ahead. those of us that aren't in the memorabilia market, is this your primary, is the collecting, is that your primary job then, or what? Or do you have any? No, I, I do lighting. We do we do lighting for O'Hare Airport. We do all the lights for Chicago O'Hare Airport. Okay. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. That sounds like a pretty interesting gig. John, when, um, when BTN was looking for a host of the Big Ten Treasure Hunter, uh, tell us about how that process went, how they reached out to you, and uh, how those conversations went, and how they found you. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because the Big Ten was going around trying to put together a show, and Adam Rockoff was one of the producers, and Alex Flaxer was one of the producers. And uh, they kept calling around saying, hey, we need a guy that's smart, knows the hobby, is good to work with people, and they couldn't get a hold of them, so they called me. <laughs> So it was actually it was actually because the producer guy went around looking to get me and everyone says, Hey, you wanna call John, he's the guy to call. And that's what started the ball rolling and then I got the gig. And then nice. we traveled all over the place. I mean, you know, I had a great group of guys. I mean, sometimes we didn't even eat dinner till like nine thirty at night. Hmm. You know, with our cast. So and we traveled all over the place. So yeah, that was such a great group of guys. I know when you guys came out to my house, um, I'm in a different home. I live in a different house now, but when you guys came out, they were all like some of the coolest guys, and you guys had such a great dynamic. You guys just yeah, gave did. each other a hard time and teased each other, and but you could yeah. tell there was like a lot of really good chemistry between all of you. Yeah, it was good. You know, you know the Chicago PDs and the Chicago Fire, all those shows that are on TV. My cameraman Joe Fitz. Um, he, he does all the filming for those shows. Okay. So, but it was nice. So they, they looked, they looked, they found me. I, I did a quick interview with them and, uh, you know, they, they liked it. I was smart enough to put on a big 10 shirt. So when I had to meet with the big 10 people, at least I had someone smiling on one end because, you know, big 10 is happy to see their big 10 stuff on, you know, somebody that hopefully could be, you know, a, a product that can make more money for them. So, so John, how, kind of backing up a little bit again, how, did, I mean, what were your interests? You know, was this, was memorabilia something you started in as a kid and what were your interests? And have you always sports, been a Big Ten guy? Yeah, I played or? football. I played hockey. Did you so, collect a lot of sports cards then or what kind of, how, how'd you get? Yeah. The collectors yeah. Yeah. Arena? Yeah. Yeah. We just had a, a show at the Rosemont convention center and, we uh, sold an autographed Babe Ruth. We sold an autographed Babe Ruth called Shot. Those things go for thousands and thousands of dollars. So wow. when someone's willing to pay thousands and thousands of dollars for 
something that's just like a, a called shot at Wrigley Field when I was just a, a blip. Yeah. Sure. So, so what did you think? What did you think about uh, that Onus Wagner? The, you know, the rarest of all baseball cards going for what was how many million last week? And uh, I think there was only one or twelve in existence. I mean, what's 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 that do for somebody yeah. like yourself in this profession? Well, we, I've had, I've had you know the second year of that Honus Wagner card, and uh, they're good they're good to have, but they're, they're so it's, they're so uncommon that people have it. The Honus Wagner is definitely you know a great card if you can get your hands on it. Then it's in clean condition, and condition is everything. When you when you when you when you have a hobbyist, everyone wants their stuff to be clean. Everyone wants it to be you know cataloged. Everyone wants to have it in a small little frame so it doesn't break or bust or whatever. So I think people take care of it the way they take care of themselves, you know, their family, their friends, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, I probably signed about, I'm guessing probably about 60 to 200 autographs every few months. I'll go to, I'll go to dinner and people say, you're the big 10 treasure hunter. I said, yeah, why? Do I owe you money? And <laughs> they, go, they go, no. And uh, what they'll do is the people that are in the in the place where we're having breakfast in the morning, they're like, oh, can, can I get a picture with you? I said, yeah. So I always be pretty comfortable with my customer base because if they're having fun, we're having fun. And, you know, hopefully it works out for everybody. John, I think a lot of that goes back to when you're on the show and who you are on the show, I feel like is very genuine and who you are in real life. You're a very approachable guy, very easy to talk to and and very, very humble. And I think that's why people just feel like they can relate with you. They see you on TV and they're like, hey, that's John Arkin. I know him. You're like, it was weird. Like when I first met you, I'm like, I felt like I'd known you for years because I've been watching you on TV. So it's funny because people feel like they have that rapport with you right off the bat. Yeah, that is cool. It is nice. um, Yeah, yeah, it is cool. When you go into people's homes looking for memorabilia, whether it be for Big Ten Treasure Hunter or just looking for memorabilia for your shop, has there ever been a situation where you were like totally creeped out and freaked out going into someone's house where you're like, I need to get out of here as soon as possible? No, no, because if it's a hottie on the other side, you know, I want to check that out too. (laughs) 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 <laughs> i love it <laughs> jerry you weren't prepared for this were you i was not prepared for this I'm, i told you he was awesome i was gonna say you ever been in one of those conversations where you're the middle guy and you're like kind of cringing thinking is there gonna be a divorce handled after this one uh, what's going on? jerry right. you're not well, none, the, of, you're not none of you look like lawyers to me so i think i was pretty safe <laughs> no. nope you're good or, or or at least i'm waiting for like a trash can to come from off screen and like go upside his head or something i'm yeah, everyone says she's going to hit me in the head with the frying pan. I said, the frying pan, I'm safe. She doesn't know how to cook. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. So, John, when you've got into a lot of homes over the years, what was one of the, maybe one of the biggest surprises as far as memorabilia goes that you saw that you were just blown away, like a really rare treasure? You know, one of the things one of the things I liked, I, I, I collect – a lot of Sadahara O guys. I like the Japanese ball players because the Japanese ball players have have hit more homers than most of the American ball players. And I thought it was kind of cool that they get a little more love on that too. You know, so I kind of 
I kind of grew up trying to trying to follow that same type of concept, you know, where the Asian because right now the Asian players in baseball, you know, are are, are super popular right now in the sports card industry. So I didn't know that. Did you know that, Jerry? I did not know that either. Yeah. So yeah, if you look it up, the Asian the Asian ball players, these guys are knocking out seventeen homers, where the American ball players are knocking out like thirteen homers in a given month. So that they're 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 making a big impact. Huh. So, matter yeah, of fact, on my on my living room right now it, it is a magazine of Sarahara O from nineteen fifties with all the pictures and covers and okay. stuff like that. So really very yeah. nice. So, and then, like I said, I got to take the wife to go see Luke Bryan now. And then after that, we're going to Walt Disney to the boyhood home of Walt Disney. My wife and I are going there. Oh, we, we rented out one of the theaters in Barrington. And we had a bunch of people for our anniversary at the theater. We, we bought the whole theater. So we had our friends show up. And what we did is we called Oreo Cookies, the factory. And we did we did a Shrek thing, so the cookies were weren't weren't in white; they were in green. So it was kind of cool. So what we were able to do when we called the factory for Oreo, we were able to get Debbie's face and my face on the cookies. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. Ever, yeah, if you ever need to do that, you call the factory and you can get that for any type of event you're doing, which is kind of nice. I did not know that. That's that's interesting. Yeah. That's really impressive. That's one of those little known things that really could be pretty popular. I think if the public knew more about it. So, so John, in all your travels, and when you talked about you know going out in this Big Ten treasure hunter, what you know, and this is we're not looking for any disrespect to the towns you don't choose, but what's your favorite? What are what are like your one or two favorite Big Ten destinations when you go out on the road? Like, where are your favorite places to go? You know, I, I always like traveling. I always like hitting the dirt, you know, hitting the road, you know, and seeing places I've never seen before. I want to find the people that uh, that aren't as eager to be out there than I am. You know, I like getting jerseys. I like getting framed jerseys. You know, I, I like, you know, buying people's memorabilia. I've bought out full homes, you know. Hey, we're thinking of selling our house. Okay, tell me what you want. Done. You know, that's all. Hmm. Try to make it simple. So it's it's sure. it's cool. All right, John, I need to need to ask you too about the potential and the hope. All the Big Ten fans out there are really hoping that we can get a season three of Big Ten Treasure Hunter. We're hungry for it. People have been asking about it like crazy. I think yeah, people, they've been saying they've been trying to put a petition together and have people signing off on it. From what I understand, I mean, if they can get it our way, we'll send it out and have you know all of our followers sign it, and we can help try to help gain some steam on that. But you know, the Big Ten Network doesn't have a ton of original content, and that yeah, was a Silverman, great show. Silverman's a different guy. If if you're in, in the ladies, you know, um, volleyball, it's Big Ten for them. That's not Big Ten yeah. for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, I and just then, you know, I thought that. Go ahead. And then everyone asked, well, where, where do you get all that memorabilia? And, and, and I said, you know, like I tell all the women, I'm, 
in Spanish, it's called Dos Sexy. That's what I am, Dos Sexy. All right. Well, that's what we were going to ask you, John. Has it been a lot of pressure and really difficult being labeled the sex symbol of the sports collecting world? Is that a hard thing to deal with, or has that been enjoyable? No, Fabio and me have been doing that for years. (laughs) Fabio's a big collector, huh? Yeah, yeah. See, you got to know that stuff. You got to know it to show it. I always learn something new when I talk to you. (laughs) so on that note, can we get Debbie's opinion on this matter? What it's like being married to the sexiest man in sports collecting? Or- yeah, is she yeah. around? Yeah. Hey, Deb. Yeah. The guys, Debbie, we- the guys want to see how valuable you are to the team. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Hi, Debbie. Debbie, we, we got a question for you. Sure. We just what asked. Uh, we just asked John what it, you know what it felt like to be the biggest sex symbol in sports collecting. Can you offer your opinion? What's it like being married to the biggest sex symbol in sports collecting? He's my dose sexy. Forget it. It's fun. Um, you know, when he gets recognized when we're out and about, it, it's, it's unique. It's different. He'll get asked for his autographs, take pictures, stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely different. Um, I don't know how some people do it. I mean, he's he. I watched him sign at the National, probably 200-plus autographs, and every single one of them had something different to say. And I just don't know how he does it. It just it, it boggles ask, like, my mind. I'll ask, their son's name. Their son's name's Tommy. I'll make sure that, hey, two Tommy. But he'll know. have a different saying. I don't think there's yeah. one autograph photo that is the same across the board. So he, he's very unique where he makes it personal. He, he's just got such a good heart and he's such a, you know, it's, it's nice to see though. The house is full of memorabilia that kind of gets to me, but okay. I live with it. Yeah. Well, (laughs) that's pretty awesome. We're going to put a, a a piece of stone into the birth home of. Yeah. We're going to Walt Disney's boyhood home in Marceline, Missouri in October. They're having a giant gala fundraising event. So we bought the Walt package. We're staying above the theater where he would premiere his movies. They have an apartment that's all Walt Disney out, but I bought him as a surprise, but I couldn't keep it a surprise because I can't keep secrets. Um, It's a brick and it says John and Debbie Arcan. And then underneath it says, I do do with hearts. That's the way we say, I love you. Cause our nephew used to say it that way. Oh, so cool. that's cool. Yeah. So, but the, nice. She doesn't tell you that the brick was the meatloaf that she cooked. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like he's melting away. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Thanks Debbie. No problem. Uh, she sold me out, didn't she? Did. Yeah, yeah, she did. See, so, well, you got to come up with different stuff. Then <laughs> I, get the, I get the feeling if she wants to pull up a chair, she can uh, give as good as she gets. John, is that true? Oh, uh, that ring that's on her finger, I got her in Hawaii. So I bought that for her when we were in Hawaii. Nice. So we've been to Hawaii several times. Well, uh, John, I don't know what what your thoughts are. Season three coming back out to Nebraska and seeing the the you know the new Nebraska Hawks nest out here. So come and visit you one of your old buddies, Adam, and I'll have Jerry yeah. there and coming out and doing an episode out here. We'd love we'd love it if you come out. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, a little cross collaboration. It's always a good. Thing. I got about ten times more stuff than I did then, so it's a little a little nuts. It's insane. It's nice. Yeah. 
it's gotten out of control. So it, uh, okay, but, but I've yeah, gotten some really <laughs> got some cool stuff there. Jerry can kind of tell you yeah. a little bit. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of cool stuff. But Janie might want to consult with Debbie for some uh, support because you know it's just understanding this memorabilia stuff is just a whole different world for those of us that aren't. It really you know, is. It, it's amazing how, how the industry is absorbed. You know, every, everyone everyone wants to own the cool piece, and you want to be the guy that has it in your hand. You know, I think that's yeah. the obvious part. Just like anybody else. You know, if you're going out for dinner and you don't have money to pay for dinner, you want to be next to the person who does got the money to pay for dinner. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of a concept that I think everyone adapts. You kind of want to make sure that you have the ability to go out and do things. And that's what that's what the missus and I do. She's a great kid. So, John, I wanted to talk to you, too. I know you're you got a friendship with a guy from that was on Big Ten Treasure Hunter that was in Iowa. I believe you said his name was Lonnie. He's got multiple Niall Kinnick autographs. What can we do to make it? Yeah. So what can we do to make a deal happen that over here? Okay, so we got it. I don't have access to the daughters. I can't I can't trade girls. I don't have. Come on. This is not a trafficking business, John. Come on. Uh, but what what are the like what would be the odds that I would as a collector, you know, if I came to you and said, All right, John, I'm trying to get a now can autograph anything, um, what would be the process of trying to track something like that down? And is that even probable? Lonnie would be the guy that you want to get in front of. Yeah. Lonnie Lonnie has some great stuff. He's got programs that are that are phenomenal. And and as you look at him standing at Marion Morris and John Wayne. One of the programs has John Wayne, and he's solidly a foot and a half ahead of the ball players as far as you know height and everything. It was really amazing to see some of the stuff that Lonnie has. Lonnie doesn't want to; he's not the type of guy that wants to sell it. He's the type of guy that wants to mm. keep gathering it. Yeah. So, and Lonnie's a great guy. We had him at the national too. We had more fun. We laughed with him. We had a good time. So, but uh, I, I, I think. I think the dogs are going to start biting me. But you guys can call anytime you want, and and you guys have a lifelong buddy for as long as we stay on this planet. All right, John. Well, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on and talk with us today. And we're looking forward to hopefully another season of Big Ten Treasure Hunter. And thanks for all your travels and, and honestly hosting my favorite TV show of all time. Yeah, that's awesome, guys. We appreciate you being a fan. So. All right, John. Well. Anytime, you guys. You know, it's John Arkin on my business card, so it should be the same on anything you see. If you if you walk into someone and says, "Oh yeah, big ten treasure," so, not the Canadian fiddle player. <laughs> no, no. But eventually, I'm going to get in front of that son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I, I get you so. right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is great. Oh, please come back out for season three, man. I got to see you again. It was a blast talking to you, John. Have an awesome weekend, and thanks again for coming on to see us. All right. You guys are awesome, too. Thanks, fellas. All right, John. All right, see you, John. Go Hawks. Take care. You got it. Go Hawks, indeed. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. 
We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.